0: Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. Got your great Cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. Well, Happy New Year. 2023 is here. We finally made it. 22 was a crazy year. Um full of just unknowns and twists and turns it was worse than any b-rated movie i ever saw i mean it had some good points but the last two months of 22 i could have done without because that was more of a horror movie and i'll explain um then i'll get into today's message about the new year and and share some thoughts with you okay so november came and everything's running pretty good you know, planning, looking at Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving break, all this other stuff. But I'm at work, and this is like the first week of November. I'm at work, and I get a phone call from my wife about 6 o'clock in the morning. She's been involved in an auto accident. She is injured. Um, she has since recovered. So thank you for for all of you that, that knew about this and sent up prayers. Thank you. But uh, she was injured, but we come to find out her vehicle is totaled. And so now it's dealing with insurance okay and if you guys have ever dealt with insurance companies you know exactly what i'm talking about boy it it is uh adventure to say the least okay so they total her vehicle we go back and forth we're doing everything we're supposed to do da da and then everything settles up they total it and then they release the funds to buy another vehicle and so now it's shopping for a vehicle doing all of this and, of course, we all know with vehicle prices up and down and, and all that craziness, it's negotiations. You know, it's just one headache after another. Bring you a big bottle of Excedrin, uh, migraine, if you're going to deal with people at uh, dealerships. But she did end up settling on a vehicle. She found a vehicle that she enjoys, she loves, has everything that she's looking for. Boom, she's perfect. We're golden, right? Now we're shifting gears. We're in December. Now we're looking at Christmas now christmas is always one of those unique situations for the simple fact if you are a blended family you know exactly what i'm about to say you have to split time between the parents all right sometimes it's written from christmas eve to like christmas day uh midday they're with one parent and then from that midday to like the next day or two they're with the other parent or vice versa right and so We knew we were going to have to do Christmas on the 26th because that's when the kids were coming home. So on the 25th, we're getting everything together. Well, that Friday night, okay, Friday night, uh, Christmas is on Sunday, but that Friday night, um, we already had a cold snap. We're in low single digits here in Georgia. I'm running faucets. I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do, okay? I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing I thought I was doing, Heaters going, got faucets dripping and all of this, okay? So, um, on the Christmas Eve, I have a couple of sinks uh, and a toilet that froze. And I was like, oh boy, here we go, right? Everything else is working in the house, just this particular area, which is in my son's room, this particular area is not working. And I said, oh boy, okay, so... Uh, We go to Christmas Eve service. We come home. Um, I'm still doing everything, dripping the faucets. I'm running heaters. Well, I start getting a little flow back in some of these areas that was frozen. And I was like, okay, good. Maybe it's not going to be that bad. You know, I was hoping for the best. Um, Was not planning for the worst. Okay. So we go to bed and then uh, Christmas morning, about four o'clock, mom, my wife always goes to the gym about four o'clock in the morning. And she goes into the garage where she then hollers up at me that pipes have broke. So I hop up out of the bed. And, man, I am I am in full mode now heading downstairs. I look in the garage. It looks like Niagara Falls. My in-laws are in the spare bedroom, which is downstairs. They get up, and they're standing in water because it's already flooded inside the house. So I grab some tools out of the toolbox. um run through the garage, open up the garage door. My brain is not thinking, ladies and gentlemen, at this point in time, that it is eight degrees outside and all that water is ice. So from my garage all the way down my driveway, down the street is nothing but a solid sheet of about a half inch to an inch of ice. So when I hit that ice, I go straight up in the air I'm spinning around, I land on my back, and I slide down into where I finally come to rest at the bumper, front bumper of my wife's vehicle. Full of pain, but I know I have to get the water turned off. So I jump up, and I take off running. The adrenaline is pumping at this point in time. I get to the uh, lid, to the water meter, and it's frozen shut. So now I have to run back into the garage, grab some other tools, break the ice, pry open the lid. Now I have to start digging. Now during this time, my right hand uh, index finger, to be more specific of my right hand, is throbbing. It, it's in pain, but I'm, not, I'm just digging at this point in time. And I get the water turned off. Okay, So the water's turned off, I'm sitting there, I get up and I'm walking back and I'm like, Lord... This is the last thing I need, but here we go. So I get back to the garage where the lights are on and everything, and I'm watching the rest of the water come out, and I'm trying to salvage stuff. And I look down, and my right hand has blood all over it. I mean, I have left a trail of blood. It looks like a murder scene. Come to find out, when I fell, some way, somehow, who knows, when I fell, I completely ripped the fingernail off of my right index finger. Um, it is now, I think, trying to come back in, but yeah, it was completely gone. There was blood all over the place. Like I said, it looked like I, I cut a major artery, honestly. Um, being in EMS, as long as I did, I was like, oh, okay. Um, the old fashioned rub some dirt on it, which pretty much I did when I was digging, but I washed it off, wrapped it up. Now I'm in recovery mode. I have to figure out what's damaged, where it is. Can I fix it? What do I do with the people in my house? oh yeah, by the way, the kids are coming. So, how do I handle all of this? So, um, anyway, we end up getting a hotel room for about four days from like Sunday, I think it was Sunday night to Thursday, okay? We got some hotel rooms, we had to. So, what we do is eat breakfast there, spend the night, eat breakfast there, we come back home during the day because we had power, we had heat, just didn't have water, And so that allowed me to continue to work and try to get some of this mess cleaned up and get some of this water out of my house, okay? So five rooms so far is flooded. The garage, the hallway that comes in from the garage, the laundry room, the spare bedroom, and the downstairs bathroom are all flooded, plus some water spilt over into the living room. Now, all of my floors except for the bedroom um, or the bedrooms are carpeted. Everything else is hardwood or wood flooring, so it's damaged. So now I am scrambling to get this fixed. Okay, so I call the insurance company. Of course, it's Christmas. You know, everybody's off. That I, I get it, but I call the insurance company. No answer. Um, you know, can't find anybody. So Monday, get finally get a hold of the insurance company, and we're like, Hey, look, this is what's going on. There. They said, Okay. Do what you got to do to mitigate the scene. Do what you have to do to take care of your family. We'll take care of you. Okay, not a problem. So Monday, we're back at the house, and I'm in the garage. I got the doors open. I'm pulling out everything that I can, trying to figure out. I'm I'm trying to figure out what's been damaged, what hasn't. So then I turn around, and uh, I finally talk to the first claim representative. And, you know, he's like, hey, everything's going to be fine. We got you, da-da-da-da-da. Do what you have to do to mitigate. I said, okay. I said, I still got water pouring out of my ceiling and out of my walls. I need to take this sheetrock down to where I can hopefully get someone in here to dry it out. Do what you have to do. Okay. So now I'm on the phone calling people. Nobody is able to take the job. And here's why. Like I said, the first time in about 10 plus years, the South had a cold snap. And even as far down as northern Florida, there were pipes breaking everywhere, especially even in our subdivision. There was water flowing everywhere, right? Pipes were breaking left and right, so everyone was busy. All of the companies you could think of um, was busy. So I go looking up water water restorations, and I come across this company called ProTech. And they're based out of Gainesville, Georgia. So I give I give it a call. I'm like, yeah, worse, worst it's going to happen, they're going to say no. Uh, very polite uh, gentleman gets on the phone by the name of Robert. And he goes, hey, yeah, I got you. I'll be there as soon as I can. Let me grab my vehicle. I'm on my way. I was like, sweet. This is going to work out pretty good. So he gets there and he walks through. And he's put meters to everything. Everything's 100% soaking wet. You know, he's saying, hey, you're going to have to rip this out. You're going to have to do this before I can set up a fan. Okay, so now I got to get a contractor. So I'm back on the phone with the insurance company. And now I'm talking with a completely different guy who goes, Do whatever you got to do to get it fixed. I said, Look, I'm about to start ripping out sheetrock until I find somebody who can take over the contract. I said, I got to get these walls opened up because the water restoration people want to start drying it out. Do what you have to do. Okay, so I start ripping out the uh, ceiling in my garage. I haven't even touched the rest of the rooms yet. And so then uh, then through a family member, I have uh, a number to a potential contractor who was able to show up. He's like, "Yeah, I'll take I'll take the job. Um, let's let's get you put back together." Well, before I did all of this, about two and a half years ago, two and a half three years ago, there was there was a pipe that broke in the house, um, in my son's bathroom, which flooded the garage. And this particular insurance company I'm still with today, I'm not sure how long I'll be with them, but I'm with them today. Um, they're the ones that did the, the repairs, you know, all their people and all of that through contractors. Well, as I was taking out the Sheetrock, ladies and gentlemen, um, in that particular area, because that's where the first major hole was, I came across those pipes. And that area where the pipes was had no insulation put back in them. Everywhere else had insulation that area did not, it had like the pool noodle type, uh, styrofoam covering. Um, so that really bothered me. And, um, my son, let me tell you something. Um, he was a trooper. He helped me through it. He helped me clean up the garage like two or three times. And he's the one that actually found the broken pipe because he was looking up. He goes, Hey, there's still some water dripping from here. I said, okay, let me climb up there and take a look. Sure enough, I moved back that plastic or that, uh, that, styrofoam stuff and sure enough the pipe is splintered i mean just splintered into pieces i said man great job you found it all right now there's nobody open for me to get piping supplies you know because i was going to attempt to try to cut it off myself and and replace the pipe and boom be back in business which i'm glad i'm didn't also goes to tell you that that the lord was watching after me so uh so if you're ever in a need for a restoration people not saying that I hope you have water problems, but if so, ProTech Restoration. They're out of Gainesville, Georgia. Great Christian people, um, wonderful to work with. That's why I'm doing a shameless plug uh, for them and to tell you that Mr. Robert is a fantastic person to work with. And so I was—I lucked out there. Then I lucked out with getting a great plumber who was able to show up through Innovation uh, Plumbing, which is also out of Cumming, Georgia. And that young gentleman, man, he worked his tail off, right? So he's he's going to repair that piece of pipe, and he's looking around. And he goes, something don't look right. And he starts moving some other pipes and come to find out three pipes total in my uh, ceiling in my garage is broke. So good thing I didn't replace that one and flip on the water or I would have been reflooding everything. So we got that fixed. He got it all squared away. So we have water back in the house. We're back in the house, you know, as of that Thursday um, before the new year, we were back in the house, but you know, it's, it's been a, it's been an interesting situation trying to, to move around with everything. And then we got a dumpster and a pod and all this and got everything moved out. So now the uh, adjuster will be on site today around 2 PM to look over the house. So hopefully he will give me the green light and I can tell my contractor, let's get to work. All right. So that was that was the last two months of 2022. So it's been a trying time. But before I get into uh, today's thought and today's message, I'll say this. Yesterday, we were sitting at church in between uh, Sunday school and regular service, my wife and I, and we were talking with a friend of ours that goes to Sunday school with us. And we were talking about everything that we've all been through throughout the year and how God has been with us, okay? And this is what I want to share with you guys, and this'll will, this will tie in to today's uh message, all right? Is every step of the way God's been there. Through all the good and even through the bad, God was there, okay? And it was through his his, his love and his mercy and his grace allowed us to get through that. I mean, I was upset at the fact that the pipes broke and it and it caused the damage. I was never upset. I'm not like a lot of these people that sat there and said, well, God, I don't know why you're letting this happen to me. I'm a good man. I did this. And then, No, I never did. What I did say is, Lord, help me through this because I have no idea what I'm about to do. You know, I don't know how I'm going to get this fixed. Nobody's answering the phone. I need help, Lord. And then all of a sudden, people start answering the phone. All right. So let's look at Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. It says, so you were taught to regard to your former ways of life and put off your old self, which is being corrupt by its deceitful desires, to be made new in an attitude of your mind and to put on a new self created to be like God in a true and righteous and holiness. Okay, so the thought that that I want to share today is not your typical Happy New Year message that you will get from a church or anything. It's this. No matter what last year held for you, God was with you. No matter how good or bad it was, God was with you. And he's going to be with you in 2023. And he's always going to be with you because God will never forsake us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. He's always there for us. Okay. But I want to caution you guys, because here's the reason. The devil will do everything in his power to get you to stay focused on the past. Stay focused on last year. Okay, have you ever noticed the uh, mirrors, the side mirrors in your vehicle, especially on the passenger side? There's a little note, there's a little sticker. It sits on the bottom of it. What does it say? Objects in the mirror look closer than what they originally are. Okay, so they appear larger. And what I'm trying to share with you, with that thought, is this: If we're focused in the rearview mirrors, the problems are going to seem bigger. And it's going to seem like they never go away. And that's the devil trying to keep you focused on the past so you'll never be in the present or go toward the future. See, the Lord's not like that. The Lord says the past is the past. Now let's move on. Today is today and let's go. And and that's that's true. Because you know what? Here it is. January the 9th, 2023. All right. My house is tore up. My house is livable, but it's, it is a pain in the butt. But, here's the thing. It is a pain to live in. It's a pain to try to move around and do stuff because I have sheetrock dust everywhere because so much walls and ceiling have came out. But here's the thing. The Lord's been with me every step of the way. Okay? Because, like I said, I had a a restoration company that picked up the phone and showed up when nobody else would. I had a contractor that showed up when nobody else would. I had a plumber that showed up when no one else would. It wasn't because... What Roy said on the phone, it was because that's what the Lord was doing. He says, okay, you won't help. I'm sending you help. Here you go. And see, here's the other thing, though. The help that he sent, they were all good Christian people. Okay? One of the helpers for my contractor is a good young man who's a good Christian who goes to high school. And uh, come to find out, he does yards uh, on the side. And we're probably going to use him this spring in our in our yard to do some uh grass cutting and stuff like this because he's a good young man and is just trying to do the best that he can. So, you know, that's what it boils down to is whatever you're going to face this year, the Lord's going to be with you. All right. So if, if you are needing that extra, um, boost to get through, here's the thing, just go to the Lord, give it to the, give it to the Lord and allow him to do what he does best. And that is care for his children. Because he loves each and every one of us. All right. I know God loves us. How much does God love us? You always say, He loved us so much he sent his only son to the cross for you and I. All right. So that's that's good news within itself to know that God loves us so much that he sent his only son to this earth to go to the cross for us. And Jesus did it willingly. So we celebrated Christmas. We celebrated the birth of our Savior. We celebrated the fact that we were given the greatest gift when Jesus was born. And then we were given the, the the second greatest gift was salvation, which is free. So to close this out, to get ready to wrap this up, I will say this. I hope and pray 2023 works out exactly the way you want it to be. But if it doesn't, do not, do not lose hope. All right. Because the Lord has this. He will see you through it, all right? All you have to do is put your faith and your trust in the Lord, and he will take care of you, all right? If you don't believe me, Jeremiah 29, 11, very famous scriptures. For I know the plans I have for you, declare the Lord, the plans to prosper you, not to harm you, the plans to give you a hope and a future, all right? Proverbs 23, 18. There is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off, all right? Two good scriptures right there to let you know that the Lord has you in 2023, all right? So, as we get ready to wrap up, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting this ministry and this podcast. I want to invite all of you to subscribe, follow, and share. Subscribe to our social media, or I'm sorry, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on our social media and share us with your friends and family. You can find us at jesusandacupofjoe.com. You can email me at jesusinacupjoe at gmail.com. I am also on another platform called Wisdom. You can download the Wisdom app. Um, I do some live shows. Try to do them daily. Um, Some of the audio I will start bringing over to the podcast. Um, We're in various places, and we're always able to get a a hold of, okay? So thank you so much. Um, May God bless in each and every one of you. And just remember, you always start your day with Jesus in a Cup of Joe.